Tonight, special, special guest, the creator and host of the Wayne Breezy channel on YouTube. He also hosts the Nitty Gritty Niners talk show. Wayne Breezy, what's going on, man? How are you? What's going on, man? I'm doing really good, man. Thank you so much for having me. You don't need to thank me. This is this is incredible. <laughs> this is an honor, man. I've been paying attention to you and John for almost daily for like three years. So it's it's insanity. Um, guy, John, man. Shout out to John Chapman. Oh, John's incredible. Really he was one guy. of my first guests and he was just spectacular. Really uh, great guy. You know, um, I, I can't, he, he brought me in. We started working together. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, we're like this, this tag team duo. So shout out to John. I owe him a lot. Like you, like you, man, you guys just work tirelessly on your content. So uh, huge respect to you guys for that. Um, so I kind of want to, I like asking my guests to talk about themselves for a second. I like doing that. And so my question to you, my opening question would be, how did you become a Niners fan? When did that start? Cool. So uh, it had to be, I, I don't remember the exact like year, but I know mm -hmm. it was early 80s. And I remember, uh, you know, my mom being a Cowboys fan, rocking all this Cowboy stuff on around the house. And <laughs> I just wasn't with it. And I remember watching a football game and on TV were the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I liked the colors. So they were at home. They were wearing red and gold. And I, I told my mom that was going to be my team. And wow. love my mom to death because all throughout the year, she made sure, even though she was a Cowboy fan, she supported me uh, in, my in my 49ers ministry, right? Because I was die hard. I remember for one, uh, the, the championship games are usually around my birthday in January. So my birthday is January 15th. Mm -hmm. There was an it was the NFC Championship. We just beat Dallas, so this was the '94 that night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we finally beat Dallas, right? Finally beat Dallas, and so um, of course we won. You know, I wasn't having a birthday party that day. I don't really like to be around people when my team is playing because my emotions <laughs> are through the roof. I'm with you, man. So I I remember being in the house. I had on my underwear. And we won, and I ran outside in the middle of winter on the East Coast, <laughs> which is probably negative degrees at some temp some temperature. January, yeah, January, and my underwear, and I. So my, <laughs> I was out running around the neighborhood. Wait, what? <laughs> and so, um, this year I text my mom. You know, I'm out, I'm out in California. I says, "Mom, look, I love you, but we probably aren't going to talk for a week or two. You know what I'm saying?" She was right. like. She was like, you know, don't worry, son, your team isn't your team is going to lose. So I was like, OK, mom, you know, I, I know you're a Cowboy fan and you're my mom, but I'm a 49er fan more than I'm your son right now. And I think you need to understand that this can go bad, mom. Yeah. So my mom was like, as long as you don't run around in your underwear when they win, uh, it's all good. And so she brought that back to fruition. I shared that on Twitter, too. But that's when I became a 49er fan uh early 80s i was born in 81 so it had to be like 84 85 i, I watched mm -hmm. this win i think that's kind of like what it was I'm and sure. after that i just been stuck with the team and then we go through the dog years and then it's yeah. just oh my gosh yeah so for, it was crazy because it's funny how you couldn't remember an exact date i remember the exact date and game wow. it was it was october 18th 1992 um, I was born in 86. Okay. And the Niners were in Atlanta and they won 56 to 17. Wow. And I had just, so I grew up 
East Coast. I live 15 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Okay. So my whole family grew up in Northeast Philly, diehard Philadelphia Eagles fans. And I was, I, it was a four o'clock game. And I remember turning on the TV and there was the game. The NFC West too. Yep. Was, the Falcons were within the West. Right. And then I remember seeing Steve Young and Jerry Rice. So I'm left-handed and yeah, I saw Steve Young mm-hmm. and that was it. My dad, I remember my dad telling me, he goes, yeah, after that, I lost you. <laughs> it's like after that, there was, I, I couldn't get you. Um, so, oh, what a great story. Right. So, um, and I, that same thing, like, Kind of, it's great though. See, the Cowboys are a rival to the Niners. The Eagles didn't really have a rival with the Niners. So Not every Christmas, one. my dad didn't have a problem, like got me like Niners stuff. And um, I so see it was. I love your dad wild. already. I love your yeah. dad more than I love my mom. My mom, because <laughs> my mom, like, yo, my mom, I love her though, but she, she brought me a Seattle Seahawks coat, bro. Nah, she's trolling you, man. That was heavy trolling <laughs> back in. And I had to wear the coats oh. to school. Was and it the starter jacket? It was a starter jacket. And it was because they ran out of 49er one. Uh, and she yeah. said, this is all they had. And you want a starter, so you're going to have to wear it. And I was like, I can't <laughs> wear this, Mom. All, everybody that I know knows I'm a 49er yep. fan. And the Seahawks were, they weren't a thing then. Like, no. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I had to wear Seahawks clothes. Like I had a Seahawks coat, starter jacket. You remember the old black joints, the hoodie? Yeah. I like I, I was, had Niner Zubaz, man. Wow. <laughs> yep. Nostalgia for those that are listening to, you know, we're telling our age, but man, they right. made really great. And I, I mean, I had every just about any type of 49er jersey mm-hmm. and any type of you know uh, logo athletics. I got a logo athletic hat here in this house. Amazing. Be on the wall right there. That's I got spectacular. A logo athletic hat, man. Like I was I'm when I say die hard. Mm-hmm. hard fan. in the mid 90s i pulled off the faux pas i i wore like a red niners uh jerry rice jersey with red sweatpants like <laughs> man going into a public school in the late 90s wearing red on red <laughs> i didn't care man <laughs> i understand it but it's funny because my son is uh and and uh he's in kindergarten and the, the school colors are like red and gold. Oh my goodness! I'm like, oh, this is it, this is meant for him to be here, right? right? Uh, and so guess what? We dress red on red, and it's so hard mm-hmm. to match reds unless they're the same brand, same material, mm-hmm. same you know, made at the same time. It's so hard <laughs> to match red on red. It and really so- is. He's a 49er fan. He might pop down here with his 49er helmet on because he knows I'm podcasting. So we'll see what happens. It's all good. I have a we have a, a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old. So wow. you know, it's a fun house around here, man. Yeah, I understand. Um, <laughs> that's why I record at night, everybody, because the kids are sleeping. So I have peace. Um <laughs> all right. So let's get down to a little bit of business. And you know, you've been talking about this. And as 49er fans, we talk about the quarterbacks at nauseum. Um, because it's just an every, it's an everyday cycle. Uh, and I want to ask you, you know, what were your, what was your main takeaway from John Lynch's comments yesterday regarding the quarterback position? Because I might have a little bit of a different viewpoint based on what I've, I've heard you say, but, um, what, what, what did you, what was your takeaway from it? Yeah. Like it's, it's funny because I was, I was talking to Jack Hammer a little earlier today and he had a different viewpoint on it. Uh, and it was, uh, from the language that John Lynch was using. I don't know. I, I feel like they, they're painting us pictures, right? 
Mm-hmm. And for me, it all depends on how you want to see the picture, right? And this is the one thing I love about uh, content creators, right? We we give you uh, a different perspective on how to look. That's like, that's our job. Like, this is mm-hmm. my perspective. This is your perspective. And it's up to the people to like, oh, I, ne- I didn't see it that way. So you might be able to sway me the way you see it as well. But I really feel like, you know, it's unfortunate Brock Purdy's injured and they have to deal with that. And it's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but... When he talked about Trey Lance, I felt like he glowed. He was all in on him. But mm. then he hit you with that he's got to stay healthy caveat. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me, well, Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't stay healthy. And they moved on. They're moving on from him. And so it's just like, oh, man, he didn't. He sh- Why did he say that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And so. I don't know. I, I feel like they're all in on Trey. I'm, you know, what? I'm all in on Trey. So I yes. feel like they're all in on Trey Lance, and it's because a he has the skill, the ability, and you know, the one thing that Kyle Shanahan does mm-hmm. is if he says that you're the quarterback, you will be the quarterback. He doesn't mm-hmm. flip flop. Now, if the injury happens and you need to be replaced because of due to injury, Kyle won't have a then. You know, that's that's. That's what happens. That's what happened to Jimmy. That's what happened to Trey. And Brock now is the injured quarterback, so it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Now, will Brock be back? We don't know until after we get some, like, you know, stuff from his surgery, if he does have surgery next week. But that's mm-hmm. what I got from it. It was more like, I'm all in on Trey, but, man, this kid's got to stay healthy. And so I got that same feeling, and then it kind of turned for me okay. when when Lynch said, but we have to, you know, he do, he's doing all this. He's doing great. I'm looking out my window, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff he says about any player every year. Mm-hmm. And then he said, we just have to find somewhere to get him playing time. That that to me was saying, okay, if Brock's healthy, that's our quarterback. I and, then he, and then he went on Matt Mayoko's podcast later that day and he said, um, I'll quote him real quick. He said, I think Brock played like a starting quarterback. His guys had his back because the way he picked up our team. I think Trey would tell you that, but competition is a great thing. It brings out the best in everybody. That mm-hmm. quote to me tells me in John Lynch's head, if the surgery goes through next week with Brock Purdy and everything goes okay, he's their guy. That's just, that's, and I, look, I think I'm with you, man. I think Trey Lance deserves a fair shake at all of this. I mean, this is, what they brought him in for. But some of these quotes, like I said, I'm with you. In that very beginning, I'm like, wow, we're getting some really good things here about Trey Lance. This is mm-hmm. feeling really good. And then he popped us at the end with the, we just got to find him some playing time. Yeah. Oh, you, he might have wanted to exclude that last part. Yeah. Like, mm, like I said, it's tough. I, I put it like this Trey Lance has to go out there. And prove that he's the starting quarterback. Like sure. at the end of the day, that's that's the only thing he needs to do. It's the only thing he needs to focus on. He needs to get that locker room on his side. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, dang, like we got two young guys. Yep. Uh, one that can obviously win and one that we're hoping can win. And mm-hmm. so obviously Brock is the one that can win. We watched him do it. And Trey ended up getting injured. And so we don't know if he can sustain consecutive victories together, mm-hmm. back-to-backs, long-term winning streaks, things like that, because we just haven't seen it. For sure. I. It's just it's tough. It's tough. I wish he wouldn't have said that either. Uh, yeah. So let me ask you this also. And so being local, I mean, again, I'm right near Philadelphia. So sometimes, and I mean, most of the time I have to, listen and read about what's going on within the Eagles organization. Um, So for a long time, 
the city would almost fight themselves because of when Nick Foles and Carson Wentz were together. It's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, if you love Nick Foles, then you have to hate Carson Wentz. And if it's like vice versa. And I feel like the faith were getting to the point where I'm sorry, I read comments like during your live chats, I go on Twitter which sometimes is also a bad idea. I go on Twitter and I start seeing the battles between the fan bases. Okay, well, if I'm a Brock Purdy guy, then I, I don't I don't want Trey Lance to succeed. Like I don't know where this comes from. Um, have it you seen to, this? It has to come from the history of 49ers and their quarterbacks, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the beloved Joe Montana, the one that you know brought the championships to this team, was the guy. He gets injured unfortunately, mm-hmm. and they're ready to kind of like move on from him. They don't give him his fair chance to come back and kind of do his thing because they have this young guy and Steve Young that they want to get in there. Uh, they trade it for him. They want to get him in there, right? And so mm-hmm. you know, it took Steve Young a couple of years to get acclimated to the system and finally get over the hump to get the monkey off his back. Yep. There was no social media then, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you if there was social media, there would have been a division. And it was bad. If there was, imagine if there was Twitter during that period of time. I mean, I'm I'm thankful there wasn't Twitter in the time when McNabb and To were going at it. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a nightmare. It's nightmare, bro. (laughs) Nightmare. And Mm -hmm. so, it's it's just a thing here. This is a problem that the 49ers created. They chose to draft Brock Purdy, and you know. Brock Purdy just happened to pan out and be amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now it's kind of looking like, dang, it if if Brock Purdy, I, I would I'm gonna say it's if Brock Purdy was healthy, there's no doubt in my mind he goes into camp quarterback one. Mm-hmm. And then Trey Lance has to prove that he's quarterback one. And there's your competition. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind. Yeah. I even myself, if I was the head coach, I would have done that. Why? Because this kid proved that he can do things. You know what I'm saying? So if he wasn't healthy, I mean, if he was healthy, he would be my quarterback one. And mm-hmm. if Trey Lance could come in here and beat him out, then damn, we got a good problem on our hands. That's right? a phenomenal problem to have. Phenomenal problem to yeah. have. Because mm-hmm. one could end up becoming trade bait. And so like you, they, they could potentially trade Brock. I, they, they could flip a seventh round pick and get a first and get a second or first that like, yeah. you know, pays attention to that part of the the game mm-hmm. um to whereas they won't be able to flip and get as much for trey because he hasn't mm-hmm. played so this it, it would always work out in the 49ers favor it mm-hmm. just sucks that the fan base is always going to be divided and so i mean i want us to root like look at me i'm rooting for brock yeah right now mm-hmm. so i'm gonna root for trey yep if trey takes over i want everybody to root for the quarterback that's gonna play quarterback that's all yep. i'm asking Mm-hmm. It's not like it's got to be Trey or it's got to be Brock. It's got to be the guy who the coach says is the guy. And yeah. then and we put all of our faith and stuff in that basket. That's what we have mm-hmm. to do as a fan base. We got to stop dividing ourselves and, and getting yeah. into these crazy, stupid, silly arguments and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It doesn't do anything but create stress. Yeah. Especially things we have zero control over. Zero. <laughs> zero. Zero. <laughs> um, so let me kind of stay on Trey Lance here a little bit. Um So in 2021, Adam Schefter did an interview on a football podcast where he said the reason why the 49ers took Trey Lance was, one, he was the smartest guy, the smartest quarterback that they gathered info on. Mm -hmm. Second, he was the most NFL-ready quarterback that year. Then they bring back Jimmy Garoppolo. I felt like that was them hedging their bets a little bit. Um, When you – 
when you do something like that, I feel like they have stifled in some way. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything. Obviously, I'm not there. I feel like they've stifled a lot the development of Trey Lance, especially when they brought Jimmy back, and then you you bring him into, and then he starts um, uh, this past season, gets hurt, and now there's all this controversy around him now. If Brock Purdy's healthy, he's a quarterback. If that ends up happening and Brock starts to win again, man, like I, I again, I, I feel like it goes back to Trey has not yet had the opportunity to show yeah. while he was the third overall pick. Yeah. And I, I are you worried at all that maybe this organization has kind of and I, I don't like using the same word again, but he's they've kind of like really stifled his development and his growth as a quarterback in this league. Yeah, I mean, Trey should have been in there at some point year one. Yeah. And I and I know that we were contending mm-hmm. for a championship, but you you Kyle could have put Trey Lance in at opportune times in the game mm-hmm. and allowed him to get some reps and some snaps. He was doing it at the very beginning of the season. And then Trey suffered a couple of injuries that we clearly didn't know much about. We didn't mm-hmm know he was injured uh, and Jimmy got injured throughout the season and then Trey had to start he went one for one right lost against Arizona then he went, helped win against Houston and you thought like after that Houston game there was some promise there we're like yo just let Trey finish off the season but no here comes Jimmy right and Jimmy comes back and then it's just like okay okay mm-hmm. Kyle like we know next season it's going to be Trey and then yep. Kyle says it yeah he did Next season, it was Trey. He was all in on Trey. They mm-hmm. all were in on Trey. The Jimmy returning was forced. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was still under contract. Yeah. yeah they were true. either going to have to pay him $22.5 million mm-hmm. uh, or, or what. Like, you know, as long as he stayed on that roster, as long as he did his workout and did whatever it was, he was going to get paid. I know it's not guaranteed, but they still were responsible for the money. Yeah. They paid all his guaranteed money. And so because that it wasn't guaranteed, they were able to renegotiate. Jimmy, I felt like, did the 49ers dirty, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. 40, and that's why the 49ers brought him back to kind of like take control mm. over the situation and then be make him a free agent and then yeah. freely be able to wipe their hands with it. Because now yeah. they don't have to bring him back. There's nothing Jimmy's holding or dangling over their heads. Right. And they can freely walk away from a Jimmy Garoppolo so that Trey Lance or Brock Purdy can have this opportunity. What what kind of messed up the Trey Lance development was his injury mm-hmm. and now the emergence of Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. We didn't know Brock Purdy was going to come in week seven, oh, not seven, but against the Miami game, week 10, yeah. maybe, and do what he did. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, man, he was all right in preseason. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, you know, he you know, the kid was electric yeah yeah and he continued to be electric and then now he's rookie of the year conversation mm-hmm. he and won two playoff games one two <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so now that's why we have this debate but we have the debate of brock purdy and trey lance but here's the thing trey lance should be ahead of the health curve mm-hmm over Brock Purdy, I, and and I will take the ankle injury. I would trust that more than this elbow. I'm I'm this 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 uh shoulder thing. I'm so worried about the elbow injury to Trey Lance. I mean to Brock Purdy. I'm so Me worried mm-hmm. because I know it's not typical for a football player to get. But he got it 
playing football. He didn't get it from wear a tear and throwing yeah. the ball and playing baseball. And mm-hmm. you know, that's the Tommy John surge. That's where it comes in. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is from contact. Yeah. And I think Brock Purdy. <laughs> this is tough. I think he's the best quarterback we've seen mm-hmm. as far as his mechanics, as far as his release, as far as like everything. Right. He's mm-hmm. been really good. Mm-hmm. Probably since Steve Young. Some people might say Jeff Garcia, but mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I just don't know if he's going to be if he's going to be the same coming back off of the surgery either. I don't think anybody does. There's some no. success stories mm-hmm. and there's some failure stories. And we yeah. don't know what Brock Purdy's going to lie. Everybody's healing is different. Everybody's body reacts differently. And the fact of the matter is also he doesn't have a huge arm. So, you know, he's getting work on this arm again in pitching. Sometimes a pitcher comes back and come back and throw 99. Others come back and they used to throw 99. Now they're throwing 93. So it's so now you got a guy who doesn't have a big arm. He's 6'1", 210 pounds or 200 pounds. He can't be more than 200 pounds. But, you know, you know, he's 6'1". He can't be throwing. He doesn't throw the ball 60 yards, 65 yards in the air down the field like Trey can easily. But. Now you're getting surgery, you know, you're getting a repair on the ligaments in that arm where the explosion comes from throwing a football. Agreed. And now it's getting worked on. How is that going to affect his arm strength? Who knows? I don't know. But 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 the thing, Chris, is no one's concerned about it. But Which is wild to me. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he'll be ready week one. Really? Yeah, I don't know. But, 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 but even if he is, but like, but like, wow, like we're not, we're not nervous. He comes in and throws the ball funny now. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's just me. The quarterback yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. This gotta is... be, the thing mm-hmm. that made Brock great is he's efficient, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Efficiency. Like uh, his accuracy is not, it's good, but it's not great. But mm-hmm. his efficiency to k- hit these short passes yeah. makes Kyle Shanahan's offense quick. And so can he continue to come in here and do that? We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. This is why we all should hope, like you said, that Trey Lance comes Close into these the water, mini bro. camps, OTAs, yes. Uh, yes. training camp, and just goes, I don't care if he comes back or not. Yes. He, this is undeniable. Yes. Like, that's what we got to hope for. And that's the mindset Trey Lance has to have. Because for sure. Trey even said that it, you know, it's Brock's job to lose pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. he, he went on his shows. He said, did you see how phenomenal he played? I got to come in here and compete. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was from a young guy. That's that's very smart way to yeah. look at it. And mm-hmm. I love it. I love yep. the fact that we're breeding competition and iron and sharpening iron. And yep. so shout out, to, shout out to Brock Purdy for lighting a fire under Trey Lance's behind. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jimmy was challenging Trey. No. We don't. No. I know Trey gives him credit. I just didn't see a challenge there, bro. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not comparing the two, but that was almost it's almost like a um Probably what's going on in Green Bay with with Love and Rogers. With Love and Rogers. There's no way Rogers is having side conversations with that guy, showing him anything. So I can see Jimmy just coming in here and just doing Jimmy things. Yeah, all the power to him. It's it's a business. I get it. One hundred percent. But again, Brock. Pur- I'm sure Brock Purdy and Trey Lance have had many conversations, and and I'm grateful for that. And everyone should be grateful for that. Um. So then I'm gonna my last Trey Lance question to you is, if I'm just going to throw hypotheticals out here and I don't like them, but I have to because we're Absolutely. all under a huge question mark. If Purdy is healthy and he's starting week one and they're winning football games, it's clear as long as all goes well, Brock's the guy. Is there a situation 
where Trey Lance can stay with this team beyond 2023. Yeah, I mean, he'll still be on a rookie deal. Um, He'll be a backup. He'll have his shot to compete again. Mm-hmm. There's always injury. Yep. Nope, not wishing injury. Right, but it's the NFL. <laughs> it's the NFL. Yeah. And so there, there, there's an opportunity. And sometimes that's what people have to wait for. I mean, listen, Brock wouldn't have been in here if it wasn't due to an injury. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's absolutely. And so <laughs> he would still have a chance if he wanted to remain. My only suggestion, my only thing, th- thing would be, would Trey start causing a ripple in the locker room because he wants to play football? And he's not playing. I don't get that from him. I don't either. Yeah. But you're talking about a guy that's going to get older and older and not play. Right. He's going to yeah. start to, he's going to start to say, what the, what is going on? I need to play football. Yeah. I'm wasting yeah. my years. I'm wasting yeah. my time. Mm-hmm. You, know? you took me third overall. It's going to start. <laughs> yeah, for season. sure. Yeah. So. And you'll have people in his ear. That's another thing, too. There will be some people in his ear. Um, so, my, my, I'll get you a couple more questions before I, I'll let you get out of here. Um, so this offseason, we did hear Lynch say what most people assumed is that they're going to have to go into the veteran free agent QB market. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw your video how why they should go after a Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. makes total sense. Is there any part of you? And again, this goes back to that. It's a hypothetical and could be crazy. You know, they are trying to restructure some contracts yeah and some some pretty big deals to get some really good cap space and we're in an era now the nfl where every year that cap is just going to keep going up and up and it's going to become like the nba you can finagle and do whatever you want um any chance you think that upper management is doing anything to maybe go after a, a, a top quarterback a veteran quarterback that's a great question because the, I mean, if they did that, then then that's a whole nother story. Bam! Yeah. I, I the 49ers would be, and it would be based around quarterbacks again. We just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, are you talking Aaron Rodgers? I'm talking Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Derek Carr. maybe trading. And we all know the Kirk Cousins love affair. But I'm saying this only because, and we all know this. This window, you probably got about three more years of prime Super Bowl window here. Because of the players, right? Exactly. What you have here. Yeah, these guys are getting older, man. So, you know, and it's crazy to even think that Fred Warner is 26. Jeez. Um, But when you look at the window of opportunity in the NFL, they have about three to four years, I think, left. So uh, does any part of you believe that a phone call is being made to Green Bay saying, what would it take? Or are they trying inside to make a trade for another quarterback? I don't think so. I think they're really set on Lance and Purdy. But when you've got this window to win number six, seven, or eight within this time period here, do you think about going outside the organization? I'm I'm going to, you know, when Tom Brady was mm-hmm. unretired and was going to be a free agent, I was trying to put my money in and try to figure out how to get him here, here because we we got to get a championship. I agree. Yeah. And so that's why with, with with the scenario that you're bringing up, you know, there's always a possibility. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. you know, just by you pointing out what Lynch kind of like alluded about Trey and, and his health and, you know, he, we got to find him some time to get him out there and things like that. Like, 
there's always a there's always a scenario. I mean, the Aaron Rodgers would be hard because you would have to trade for him, and I don't want the 49ers to trade anymore. I we need a first round pick next year at least. Yes. Yeah. Um, but for Derek Carr, I mean, that's a big figure. But yeah. But 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 is Derek Carr really an up? Is he is he an upgrade over Jimmy? And uh, no, I don't think so. Then I would rather bring Jimmy Garoppolo. And and then we get back to the Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> conversation. Back to Jimmy, yeah. Back to Jimmy, yeah. man. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I don't believe wants to be here. No. There's no. a possibility. He's There's been kicked spike. out of here twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. So, but that's a great scenario to bring up, man, because we as an organization have to win. Like, yeah. And do whatever it takes. I watched the Rams do whatever it took. Yep. Uh, you know, we just got the Eagles do- did it. The Eagles, the Eagles, you know, they did whatever it took. Unfortunately, yeah. they fell short, but yep. they did win a couple of years ago. They were able to beat Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to do it. You got to yeah. go all in. That's I agree thing. with you. Um, my last question here for you um, is your expectations for this offseason. What are the maybe top three things you want to see? From from the Niners moving forward. All right. Um, let's see. Number one, they got to bring in a free agent. Um, my guy got franchise tagged, so it's not going to happen. So Deron Payne is tagged by the commanders, but that doesn't mean that there's not some great defensive tackles up there. I really think that the 49ers need a complimentary piece to Eric Armstead, who isn't your true defensive tackle. Remember, he was the edge, and then they got him to play DT, and then they tried to get him to play both, and you know. I just feel like they need that, just that good run stuffing, pass rushing, mm-hmm. Vince Wilfork type of a guy in this 4-3 defense uh, somewhat. So th- the, the Javon Hargrave rings a bell, a little older mm-hmm. guy, but but it's still dominant. All pro, can still do things. That's what I would like to spend my money on. If, I, if the 49ers had enough money, I would like to see two moves, that and a center. And mm-hmm. I don't. If, I, I wouldn't mind if we brought Jake Brendel back. Don't don't get it twisted. I think Jake Brendel fits. I think he needs to improve in his run blocking game. I agree. There, there are upgrades out there at the center position. You could try to get a Garrett Bradbury. You could try to get a Connor McGovern. There are guys you can upgrade with. But we do know one position Kyle Shanahan does not have a problem paying for, and that's the center position. Mm-hmm. Question is, will Jake Brendel be the one where they get it on a cheaper route deal and they they host their money somewhere else? Mm-hmm. We also need a safety. Yep. And I love Talanoa Hufanga. I don't know, even though we they alluded to to Sean Gibson wanting to come back yep. and the 49ers wanting him back, but he's gonna be 33. Mm-hmm. And he's getting older as well. And I'm not saying he won't have a great 2023 season, but we never know when Father Time is going to call. Yeah, he's undefeated, man. He's undefeated. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, then you got to look forward to the draft. And yeah. yeah, like I said, no first round picks, mm-hmm. no second round picks, late third round picks. The 49ers do draft well later. Yeah, that's, good. that's a plus. That's a bonus for us. Mm-hmm. And so there's some. I mean, I was doing a mock draft before you, you we, we started and I'm like, OK, I'm going to finagle this. I want I'm, I don't want to trade my picks. I want to see who I can get, who they think is going to be available. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I was able to get a, a edge rusher, safety, and and a, and a defensive uh, tackle. Got right? me in on that. Uh-huh. Those are my first three picks. Then I went offense. Mm-hmm. I saw a center available that I like. 
I saw uh, a tight end that I like. I, then I went off it. So there are ways for them to work this draft. They get they they get what they need in that third round, and then they go ahead and get what they can kind of like fill in in that second uh, that fifth round when they get to that fifth round because that's where they those are the money picks for the Niners, and it saves the money. So uh, the third thing, um, man, I just I just want to see see the team come back healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much to ask for it is because we're the Niners and we're like <laughs> the know. number one injury injured yeah. team in the league for the past since Kyle Shanahan's been here it's so yeah. weird mm. I can't I mean that's all I care about when I when when it's my birthday in November all I wish for is can I just have another healthy week with the 49ers I that don't would be understand. nice <laughs> I can't figure it out Chris I just can't I can't wrap my finger around it I mean I know it's football right it's a hundred percent injury prone mm-hmm. why is all why does it happen to our team the most nonstop and it's important players important positions it's it's unbelievable um all right before i get you out of here wayne let us tell us all where we can find you all your socials what do you have sure. coming up anything you want to promote this is this is it's it's your floor here man I appreciate it. Uh, number one, shout out to my sponsor over there at Residency. You guys can mm-hmm. go to www.residency.com. Use the promo code SFBreezy and you can save on your, your total purchase. Um, I also have Wayne Breezy Apparel on the uh, TWBEN.com backslash shop so you can get some Wayne Breezy stuff if you want. Uh, and then that's where you can find me. So uh, at the Wayne Breezy or the Wayne Breezy or at Wayne Breezy. It's super simple. I had to, had to add the in some of my articles because a couple of my pages were hacked uh hmm. last october chiefs game my youtube account got hacked uh and i had to start all over uh and so my instagram got hacked as well i had to start all over so uh that's why you see uh the article the in front of uh wayne breezy on some socials but it's either the wayne breezy or wayne breezy super simple b-r-e-e-z-i-e fantastic wayne i want to thank you man i am so grateful and honored to have you on here, man. And I really hope to get you on again. Um, I got to get you on my show. You're awesome. Like, you, uh, you, yeah, I'm not good with compliments, but I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> You're more than welcome. But that would be that would be tremendous. And hopefully I can hold up my end of the bargain if that day let's, ever comes. Let's make it happen. We'll talk off the air. You got it, man. Um, Wayne, thank you very much. I hope you have a great rest of your uh, week and weekend. And God bless you, man. God bless you, brother. Yep.